Hello and good day. My name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Paul Lawrence Van Experience Podcast. Glad you could be with me today. And we're going to have a great time because I'm going to be talking about a subject that really is going to have somewhat of an impact on you. We know that COVID-19 really uh, shuttered businesses, small businesses in particular, and also uh, people who are entrepreneurs. Uh, small business owners, as well as people who are employed by a company. So I'm going to talk about that today and share some of my experience of what happened in the 2008 uh, issue that that took place with the recession, uh, 9-11. And now, of course, we have COVID-19, the pandemic uh, that's just impacted people globally. So again, just a little bit of background on myself. I'm an international uh, speaker, motivational speaker, Uh, two-time number one international best-selling author, and I'm also a diversity inclusion trainer in addition to being a mindfulness life coach and author of three books, solo books, and three co-authored books. And again, as I stated, I'll be talking today about things that you can do to help offset this crisis that uh, many people are still going through because they're not back on their jobs and their businesses haven't reopened. Even though the states have reopened, uh, unfortunately, uh, there's an increase in the number of cases, not only infections, but also fatalities. So let's get with it and uh, talk to you a little bit about what happened in 2008. About that time, the recession was really, really bad. And of course, uh, President uh, Bush Uh, He was going out of office. President Obama came into office and the economy was a wreck. It was a nightmare. And many people not only lost their job, but they lost their um, house due to mortgage foreclosure. They had lawsuits on them by credit card companies and things were not going very well until the bailout came through. But in that process, I was uh, given an opportunity to come on because of having a financial background. And I came on to a show called Mind Over Money with Channel 9. And it was hosted by uh, Deanna Roan, uh, who is one of the uh, all-time best uh, hosts here in the greater metropolitan Washington, D.C. area. And they would, she, what she would do would interview me and maybe three or four other financial experts. And then we would talk about issues that impacted stock, uh, issues that impacted uh, mortgage foreclosure issues and in fact that credit card that the people may have been in and a lot of people impacted in fact there were millionaires who were standing in food lines and trying trying to get a job and there were just a lot of things that were taking place and what i came in to do was to discuss some some options that people may have to help them out one of the options was for people to have a Uh, If if they are receiving a letter from their uh, mortgage company, they typically, after 30, 60, 90 days of not paying their mortgage, then a letter would come out and they would give people the opportunity to maybe go to what's called a HARP program, where they would take the current loan they have. Instead of getting caught up on the back payments, they would add those back payments to the end of that loan. And they would extend the loan, maybe not from 15 to 30 years, but to 40 years, whatever amount it took to help people to stay in their homes. And uh, this happened all over the the country, all over the United States. And uh, a lot of people did, in fact, lose their homes. And a lot of people also lost their jobs. So it was a dynamic that was taking place uh, that was really tumultuous. And then on the hand of credit card debt, a lot of people had the 
continue to use their credit cards in order to make their payments, to purchase food, to have children in school, to pay for the uh, automobile. So there were a lot of things that were taking place that people did not expect. And this was in 2008 with the Great Recession. And then uh, fast forward, we know prior to that, there was 9-11 that took place. So people were still reeling from that. And especially in the Washington, D.C., and the New York area, out there in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where the plane crashed. So, uh, again, we have another layer of uh, life challenges economically and from a business perspective. Now, let's fast forward to uh, 2020. We have COVID-19. And um, one of the things I'm going to talk to you prior to getting to COVID-19 is the fact that in 2008, people would receive letters about the credit card back payments. And a lot of times they would receive a, a lawsuit from the lender. And one of the things that they could do was to negotiate their credit card debt and maybe uh, reestablish and work out a, some plan to pay it back over a longer period of time. And so I recommended that for a lot of people. But the key for both the mortgage foreclosure as well as the credit card debt was to go back and talk to whoever the lending agency or the credit card company happens to be. And that would not only work then, but it also works today. So let's come back up, take a little deep breath here, because we've gone through quite a few life challenges. We know that with COVID-19, 7 billion people were impacted by that, everyone over the world, with the greatest impact being in the United States of America. And uh, a lot of it is because the, the necessary procedures that were required early on were not implemented. They waited a little bit too late. And had they not waited so late, we wouldn't have over 120,000 uh, fatalities and counting as of today. And so uh, one of the important things right now is the fact that businesses closed in practically every state, at least the small businesses did. Some of the major companies remain open. The restaurants, most of them was closed other than for pickup and transportation such as airlines, cruise ships, and even trains. Anything with small compartmentalized type environments were pretty much uh, shut down. And it was shut down primarily because you need the social distancing, you need the wearing of the mask, you need to wash those hands, and then, um, ensure that uh, the masks are in fact in place and, and not being in large crowds was the, the other element. So uh, what can you do today? Uh, for example, if you decided to take that option and call your lender, for example, you may have called a, a, one of the major banks and you have a mortgage with them and you negotiate that, perhaps you don't pay for it 90 days and then at the end of that 90 days, uh, you'd have to renegotiate that and perhaps put it on the back end of that mortgage, which is which is not a bad deal because at least you keep a roof over your head. And, and today, uh, having a roof over your head is very important because you, it gets you out of those elements uh, and, and no one wants anyone to be, be homeless. And then uh, one of the other things is with that mortgage company is just work out the best agreement that you can. And of course, that's going to depend on whether uh, the company that you formerly work with is even still in business. So there are a, a few dynamics taking place that have to take place in order for all the, the uh, things to fall into place for you. Now, on the side of that credit card debt, again, the lenders have received the PPP. And uh, that particular money is the Paycheck Protection Program, 
that money in and of itself would help a lot of should have helped a lot of small business but in essence it helped a lot of major businesses uh, businesses such as Ruth Chris and the Los Angeles Lakers and Shake Shack and just in Harvard University just a number of major uh, corporations that that money really shouldn't have gone to it should have went more to the mom and pop small businesses which actually makes up the largest percentage of businesses in the United States of America and uh, as a result a person who has that credit card that uh, you'd still again have to renegotiate it and in hopes that you have a, a, a job to go back to if not over the last 100 days retraining into another industry would have been your best bet and a lot of that could have been been provided free because a lot of organizations and universities were providing a free programs for people because they knew that they were quarantined and they couldn't go out they couldn't uh, go out and, and stand in line unemployment line because people were receiving unemployment checks and they also received uh, stimulus checks from the government which in my opinion uh, it wasn't sufficient enough if they're going to do it it should have been sufficient enough to carry people over a three-month at least a, even a six-month period of time to help make ends meet. And you know that there's a problem because the food lines are staggering even to this day, that the uh, companies and, and organizations uh, that provide uh, food for people, uh, they're having to raise funds in order to, to purchase enough food to be able to give to people. And we're talking about people who have never stood in a food line before. Personally, I myself have never stood in the food line because I have enough uh, monies and, and savings to be able to uh, take care of myself. And I wouldn't go to a food line if I don't need it because I know people who, who, who need it need it more than I do. I don't, I don't need it. I can uh, provide my own uh, food and lodging, housing and everything. However, uh, one of the things uh, to consider uh, during this period of time is to make that assessment of where you are today. No, things are not going to be the same. Yes, a lot of the states have opened back up. Some of the businesses are opening back up. They've been through phase one, for example, in New York, Washington, D.C., and other major cities. And now they're going to phase two. And phase two is when even more opens up. You can have larger crowds, but uh, still perhaps there is a need to have the mask on because it has proven to save a lot of lives. Now, 120,000 people is a lot of people, but unfortunately, uh, there's nothing that we can do about it now. The only thing that we can do is just work uh, to ensure it doesn't happen to more people. And so uh, one of the other things that you can do is, uh, again, sit down and write where you are today, how much debt you have, uh, find out whether your, your business is going to reopen. You may even consider starting your own business because there is a lot of money for startups out there right now. So now may be a good time. And if there's an area of focus, is the focus area on uh, something such as a pandemic and on food, on providing the PPE, with, with the, which is the personal protection equipment that people need at the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, the emergency uh, management companies, the first responders. So, uh, and of course at the hospitals, but uh, perhaps a business such as that would be a, a great uh, industry to go into. And one of the reasons why, <clears throat> excuse me, is because uh, there will be more pandemics in the future. And perhaps you can be a supplier of that PPE. 
And uh, again, looking at the basic necessities, if we focus just on the basic necessities as a point, as opposed to the things that we just want, as opposed to the things we need, the things that we need are much more important. And it's a shelter, it's food, and it's medical care. And uh, it would be behoove everyone to try to get them a medical plan if they don't have one, a health healthcare plan because the healthcare plan uh, really will make a tremendous difference for you. Uh, and yes, if you happen to go to emergency room, you just have to go not to be concerned about COVID-19. They have more than enough now to be able to withstand that because there's more testing that's taking place. Even though it may take longer than it should, it still exists. And another thing is, is it's just trying to stock up, stock up on food if you possibly can. And uh, just uh, find the basics, uh, the milk, the bread, the eggs, whatever it may be, uh, to make ends meet. And then, again, there are a lot of uh, faith-based organizations as well as nonprofits that are providing foods on a daily basis for children who are out of school right now for the summer. Some of them uh, still, they may not have a normal meal that they, they, they would have if they were going to school. So I believe some organizations are, are making a difference with that. And a lot of donations are taking place as well. And so for us to move forward, COVID-19 is a reality is with us until a vaccine is provided that's, that can help us all. Uh, but in the meantime, there are things that we can do to make our life better. And uh, one of them, with all things being equal, that you have lodging, a house, a roof over your head, and food, and you have good health, is to do some exercise. Exercise is the best health care that there is. It gets the toxins out of your body. It helps your body to re recover. It helps strengthen you. It helps give you more clarity and uh, peace of mind and getting rest and staying hydrated. For me, I purchased a stationary bike with bands on it, which means I can do not only the lower body workout, but the upper body as well. And as a result of that, uh, it helps me to stay in really good health, so much so that I'll be in better conditioning than I was before COVID-19 took place. Because a lot of what, what people are experiences are uh, chronic illnesses. It's the diabetes, it's the high blood pressure, cancer, it's, uh, other uh, joint pain and arthritis, uh, different things uh, such as that. And now it's the best time to talk to your medical and healthcare provider, a primary care manager, to find out what can you do to make your chronic illness better. And there are many ways to do it. It doesn't always have to be taking pills, taking medicine, but there are always ways that you can go about uh, uh, improving your health for your mind, your body, and your spirit. And so now I'm gonna take just a little bit of break here and get back into the subject today about what we can do as a result of this pandemic and, and previous pandi uh, previous uh, life challenges. But uh, one of the things I wanna talk about, I invite you to visit my website, which is www.paulvanspeaks.com. And I'll spell that for you, www. P-A-U-L-V-A-N-N-S-P-E-A-K-S dot com. And go there. I have a monthly newsletter where I talk even more about professional development. I also uh, have my uh, radio station, The Wealthy Speaker Show, where you can tune in and listen to that as I'm going through this process of interviewing 
just some tremendous uh, entrepreneurs and business owners and talking to them about what what direction they're going to take post-COVID-19. And uh, just quite a bit, I provide a background about who I am, uh, some of the clients that I've worked with, and as well as some of the testimonials, and you can purchase books there and everything. But again, it's www.paulvanspeaks.com. And if you want to reach out and, and talk to me and ask me a question, uh, you can do so at uh, 1-800-341-6719. And you can go there, uh, give me a call. If I'm not available, just leave a voicemail message. I'll call you back. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. And back into our subject today is that how do we make the best of this life challenge, which we know as a coronavirus pandemic or COVID-19. And I've talked in the first half of today's broadcast, I've talked about uh, some of the things that happened with 9-11. And of course, with 9-11, we just had some devastation where at one point there were no, no planes flying for about two weeks. And we also uh, had our economy was shattered to a very large extent. And that actually rolled up into 2008 because we had never really fully recovered. Uh, There was so so much investment and money's lost on Wall Street and on Main Street as well. And as a result of that, it's the multiplication factor where things continue to build and build and build until we made it to 2008. And then when 2008 came, there was a bailout. But most of that bailout was for uh, major corporations and industries. It was not for people. And what's what's uh, sad about it is that the people are paying the bill for this. Uh, whereas you had uh, CEOs who were retiring with uh, a retirement package of 100, over $100 million. And people are just barely making it. And uh, that's that's the sign that something is not right. And the same thing has happened with COVID-19, where most of the the money's uh, two trillion dollars went to major corporations. It didn't go to the small businesses who it was intended for: the small mom and pops, the food trucks, the nail salons, the barber shops, uh, the restaurants. Uh, a lot of that uh, money's haven't even made it, and they still have money. The treasury still has the money, but they still have not distribute that money out. And now there's the discussion of an additional uh, stimulus, but no one knows if that will happen or when that would happen. I know the House has already taken it up, but the Senate is uh, not moving forward on it. Um, They tend to want more to go to the major businesses. Why? Because the major businesses contribute to their campaigns. See, big problem, big problem in America. So uh, let's get back into some of the things that we can do uh, to come uh, get better uh, as the COVID-19, as we come closer to finding that vaccine to help us all to become healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, one of the things that we can do, as I mentioned earlier before the break, was to uh, have the best health care is, is self-care. In other words, uh, there's a lot that we can do uh, simple, doing simple basic exercises. Uh, if you have a few weights at home, if you don't have weights, you can get some canned goods and lift those about 50 times. That's weightlifting. Uh, change our meal plans. Uh, those meal plans can be more of a green leafy vegetable type, more vegetables and fresh fruit as opposed to a lot of meat. And we want to be careful with that meat because of the meat packing company with so many infections 
uh, from COVID-19. So we want to be very careful there. And then uh, we can always just get out and go out and walk. Uh, that's that's uh, very good as well. And so uh, some, some of the other things that we can do is just start reading books. Uh, reading books don't cost anything. In fact, right now you can download books from libraries all over the world uh, where you can download them read and read them. And it doesn't cost anything, but anytime we can do something to stimulate our mind, to, to be able to think better and, and learn, it, it helps us out. And uh, so uh, that's another thing that we can do. So let's get back to, let's say you're an entrepreneur. What are some things that an entrepreneur can do? Well, number one, you should have a business plan. And a business plan is very important because it's the vision for and the direction of where your company is going. And the reason why it's very important is because it uh, gives you that path that you're on. And you need to look at everything. Look at everything from your cover page to your executive summary. And then look at the different elements of your business, how it got started and what, what, what your target market and uh, what, what are your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats, the swoop project that you have within that business plan and then what are you production projecting to do uh, with your financial plan and and when we take a look at all of these things it's you also want to take into account the contingency plan that you have in case your business uh, may not be able to go forward whether you're going to sell your business or whether you're going to shutter your business you have to start making a plan for that and whether you have insurance for your your company as well or your business that's very important so uh, those are some of the things that you can do from a business standpoint from an entrepreneur but also if your business is a brick and mortar are you looking at uh, taking it to a digital platform uh, putting it on a platform uh, maybe even using zoom for some of your work or you can use a, a webinar a system or you can use uh, Microsoft meetings there are a lot of lot of different ways of doing things today and if you have a teleconference line uh, that that would be a help as well so uh, find different outlets and and then uh, from a business standpoint you can also set up a podcast just like the one I have here the Paul Lawrence van experience podcast or an online radio show of which I discussed in the most recent podcast set up something where if you can't receive uh, interviews from a local television station or national television station create your own you can create your own on Facebook or YouTube there are a lot of ways of doing it now with technology that can make a tremendous difference and continue to market uh, consistently that that is the key Uh, I was on a a course yesterday where uh, this individual is one of the major podcasters in all the United States and he said he's podcasted every day for 100 days and with his podcast he's getting sponsors and people who are investing in his podcast business so much so that he makes uh, probably close to a million dollars just podcasting and so there are one in a number of ways of uh, being able to make a shift or a change and technology will play a major role in that process uh, not only for but me but also for you and so let's go back to you personally and what you can do well if you have bills uh, such as a, a, a paying for a vehicle or if you're paying for a mortgage uh, 
again, you can negotiate all of those loans. And the only thing you have to do is talk to, uh, call uh, the lender and speak to the person who handled the loan and uh, just get them to work out an agreement with you. And uh, they'll be more than willing to do it because they, they don't want to lose that house. They don't want to take the house back. They don't want to take the car back. Uh, that's how they make their money. And of course, it will impact your credit. And now that we're on that subject, that's a great transition. Uh, it's important that you guard your credit as best you can. And what I mean by guarding your credit is, is to not miss mortgage payments, do not miss credit card payments, uh, any payments that you have. And F, in fact, the, the effort should be put in trying to pay off the bills as best you can. If you had a rainy day fund, maybe you could take a percentage of that rainy day fund and uh, apply it to paying off your loans or get a credit card uh, where uh, you can take debt from one or two credit cards and put it on one with 0% interest for, let's say, 18 to 24 months. Over time, you would save a lot of money. And even when it comes to the end of that 18 to 24 months, you still would have saved more money than you would have paid in interest each month. And so that's why it's very important to try to find credit cards uh, in order to do that. So uh, one source that you can go to to get more information is creditkarma.com. That's C-R-E-D-I-T-K-A-R-M-A.com. Uh, I'm not affiliated with them or associated with them other than that I use their service. So it's not something that I'm recommending you and I'll, I'll get any money from it uh, with full disclosure here. But it's more so I can track my a credit score uh, on a regular basis and then see areas in which I can improve on my credit uh, and, and, and uh, move forward, of course. And so um, I'm getting close to the end of this particular call uh, and this particular podcast episode. And the thing that I talked about today was ways in which you can navigate and negotiate through this crisis. And so I'm using and discussing crises management not only personally, but also professionally uh, as an entrepreneur, as a uh, someone working in a corporation, someone who's owning a small business, entrepreneur, solopreneur, whatever that particular title happens to be, but just providing some information that will help you along your journey. And today, I believe I did that. Uh, if you have any questions, you can call me on my email. You can call me on my toll-free uh, number, uh, 800-341-6719 or simply uh, hit me up on the email at info at paulvanspeaks.com or just visit my website which is www.paulvanspeaks.com and any of those uh, three methods uh, will get you in touch with me and what do I have on the horizon in terms of, of uh, future episodes Future episodes uh, starting in July, I'll be having guests that will come and join me on the show. And we'll talk about just a few things to help along the journey, uh, help each other and uh, move forward. And I think that that's very important as well. And uh, I've uh, opened this uh, new podcast up uh, in uh, for about a little bit over three weeks, almost a month and I believe it's going very well. And when I incorporate some of those strategies that I learned yesterday, uh, it will get even better. And I, I look at bringing on some sponsors and other people who want to invest in my podcast. But uh, all is going well. 
if you see someone who's interested in learning uh, more with professional development and ways of how to improve their personal and business life, uh, just tell them to contact uh, me and, and listen to my podcast at anchor.fm forward slash Paul dash Lawrence dash fan. And I'll spell that for you. A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash forward slash Paul, P-A-U-L dash Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E dash Van, V is in Victor, A-N-N, and they'll be able to listen to these amazing episodes that I've put together. Uh, some of the other episodes that I'll be talking about in the future will probably uh, work with issues that are taking place with uh, civil unrest in, in America and talking about uh, ways in which uh, people can have dialogue to help them to bridge that gap, uh, to get that uh, the myths out of the way uh, about uh, what's happening with uh, discrimination, with bias, um, with inequality uh, in America, and uh, talk about that just a little bit because that's a topic that's that's needed and it's something that uh, we can all learn from. And I'm a uh, diversity and inclusion practitioner as well, and this definitely falls down my alley in terms of of some dialogue and some things that that can take place. So uh, I give you that opportunity to join me here uh, at Anchor, which is my platform. And again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Paul dash Lawrence dash fan. And you'll be able to listen to these amazing episodes that I've put together. As I always say, my time is up and I thank you for yours. I'll have an additional broadcast coming up tomorrow. Uh, Stay tuned and you will be able to listen to even uh, more of uh, great content that's provided to not only help you, but to help those that you love and care about the most. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Have a great day, everyone. Goodbye.